The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. I'm your host, Raider Greg. Welcome to the show. And boy, is there drama in Alameda? Holy moly, yes, there is. Everybody's talking about it. Well, we'll talk about it here on this show. Show 526. Raider Nation, on today's show, we will have Hard Knocks 3. Yeah, great show. A little corny at times, but uh, still some great insight to the development of the Raiders. It's pretty cool. I'm digging it, and you should be too if you are Raider Nation. The Bone Line, of course, we'll have that. And, of course, a little pregame for the Green Bay Packers. Um, let's not go there, but uh, we'll go there with the pregame because, well, you know what? These guys have given us a hard time for a very long time, and I think it's coming to an end. We'll hit on that for sure. Hard Knocks 3 is in the books, and boy, it was entertaining. You know, I gotta say this, amongst all the drama and all the media, Antonio Brown looks good. He looks good coming in and out of his routes. He's cutting quick. I mean, he looks good. He looks fast. I I don't know, man. If he plays, it's going to be brutally dangerous for other teams. On another note, the way it opens with the meetings, I love the meetings. I love the the feeling in the room. It just uh, seems to be, well, very much team, like anybody who's been on a team. Listen. Real quick, it's a short week. This is a real challenge for us. Welcome to the NFL, man. During the season, we're going to play on Thursday night. We're going to have to deal with short weeks, right, guys? This opportunity to prove your mental toughness and physical toughness at the same time. We don't care when we play. We don't care what time zone we're in. We're going to play our ass off, period. Knock on wood if you're with me, okay? But I love the vibe. I know Gruden's kind of an asshole at times, but they make it fun. I think Carr is like the ying of his yang. Uh, I don't know if that came out right, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, they kind of offset each other in that space. It's kind of cool. So I just love the chemistry of the team, how it's forming. You can see the camaraderie and the friendships, and things that are happening on the field. Just if you watch, you can see it. Funny Madden was, the Madden guys were there talking about how they rate the players on strength and skill and speed. And Abrams was giving him total crap. He was working him over. Well, he's a cocky guy, of course, but I think he's a damn good player. And he was setting him straight. It was pretty funny. I like that part. 
Some players have already raised their game, which should show up in the latest version of Madden Football. Jonathan Abram wants to ensure the video game rating adjusters get it right. We're going to talk about Man, why y'all got my rating so low? Why y'all playing like that? You're young, man. What that supposed to mean? You got to show up on film. We haven't seen enough. All, you got all of us, like, sorry. Sorry. Eric Harry, Carl Joseph. I rate way too low. Who, who's the most in need of an upgrade? Carl Joseph. Oh, really? Number, number the market joiner should be at least 90 plus. Yeah. AB should be 100. Derek Carr is like 82. What do you think he should be? Like 90s. I mean, your speed rating's a 91. I'm fast. You so got what? my strength, like, low. My tackling low. Other than strength and tackling, what about your coverage? What do you think your coverage rating is? My coverage, low. Are you no. better man coverage or zone coverage? Both. Both? Both. Which one have you had to pick one are you better at? Man. Man coverage. All right, yeah. man to man. Yeah. All right. The most underrated player? I think that was a great question out of uh, these guys. The most underrated player was Dare Waller, number 83, tight end. Only been a tight end for like a year, maybe 18 games, I, I think, 17 or 18 games. But there is one player in camp no DB wants to cover. Oh, the catch, D. Waller. Who's the most underrated player, in your opinion, on the Raiders? Someone that we really got to look at. Underrated player on the Raiders? Man, we got some nice players here. We do. We really do. Um, What's a guy no one knows about that's going to blow up? That's going to blow up? Darren Waller. Darren Waller, really? Darren Waller, yeah. yeah. Darren Waller. Yeah. Probably balling out out here in practice. Man, going crazy. Uh -huh. So we should be taking a real Take close a look at him. For a fact, for take a, fact. a look at him. We talked to a few of your teammates and we asked them who is the most underrated player and they said you. All right. So we're going to talk about your rating a little bit. Right now, Okay. you are a overall of 68. That makes sense. Yeah? 2016 was when I started playing tight end, so it's yeah. still... Still a lot. I've only played, what, 18 games at the position, so it's still an ongoing process. Yeah? Yeah. I have to give you points for honesty. That's what I'm talking about. You know, you basically letting us know that you got things you got to work on. Where we oh, no. respect plus, it, it's yeah. like you, y'all, nobody has really seen me on the field because, like, I was, I was out all of 17, and I only played, like, six games last year. So it's like, why would I take that personally? Because I haven't even really been out there enough to give, like, a full picture of my game. For Darren Waller, being truthful to others now comes easily. But it's been a journey. And the first step was finally being honest with himself. So today is August 11th. On the 12th, I'll be clean for two years. Uh, and you know, it's going pretty well. You gotta take it, gotta take it one day at a time. Cause it was just like, you look at it as, oh, I gotta be clean for the rest of my life. I never would've thought I would be at two years, you know, two years ago, let alone like a few weeks. I'm fine for this kid. I'm fine for this kid because of his story and his fight to stay clean. I mean, I just like his attitude, too. He's not. <laughs> I just like him, and I wish him the very best. I hope he makes the team. He's also a good tight end. I like the way he blocks. He knows the routes. Uh, I think we should keep an eye on this Daryl Waller. He can play, and I freaking love his story. Uh, you should, too. Uh, clean for two years, talking about just a day at a time. Guy, A uh, young guy with a lot of wisdom. And he's been through some hard knocks himself, you can tell. 
and a player that continues to get crap, shit, whatever you want to say, <laughs> is my all-time favorite small white guy, Hunter Renfro. What a dude. I love this guy. I love his personality. I think he's a, like a Derek Carr kind of guy. They kind of hang out. Um, and it's not anything to do with passing the ball. It's pretty funny how they have a relationship. You can see how that's developed. But he's a funny guy, and they love to make fun of him, especially you know in the meeting room when they have this big poster up. We're going to get smarter and bigger and faster. And then they put a picture of Hunter Renfro standing there in his chonies. It's the funniest thing ever. you got to watch his show, man, because it is off the freaking hook. I do want to tell you a little bit about the philosophy we have here as a staff. We have decided to get bigger, faster, better conditioned athletes. Say it with me, man. Bigger, faster, better conditioned athletes. So we have Hunter Renfro. Love that part of this show. And, uh, but let me tell you, Hunter Renfro was the secret weapon at Clemson. Renfro was no water boy for Clemson, and he proved the doubters were all wet. I seen Renfro highlight tape, bro. He tore Alabama up two, two times in a row. Two years in a row. The one time walk on became a two time national champion and even caught the game winning pass in the 2017 title game. There was no doubt about it. Um, if you watch any of the tapes, here's a guy that's totally not sus- expected to do anything, and he ends up catching one of the winning balls in one of their games, one of their championship games against Alabama. I love it. Hunter, that's absolutely awesome. Renfro. Renfro, he's something, that little guy, Renfro. Hey, well, there you go. Get this throw by. Hey, Fro, that way to go, man. That way to go. I think this is a great, sneaky pickup, and he will play, and he'll play well. I'm looking forward to seeing him in a regular season game as well. Don't, 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 don't believe the hype. Well, let's get to Antonio Brown, the drama, the all the media, all the, the cowherd and his horse crap and Stephen A. Smith. And... They're claiming I'm a criminal, but now I wonder how. Some people never know. The enemy could be the Frank Guardian. I'm now a hooligan. I rock the party and don't, don't believe, don't believe the hype. There's a lot of guys talking crap about the Raiders in general anyway. I mean, the fact that we're on Hard hard Knocks puts a big target right on our back. Um, That's in their eyes. But in my eyes, it really opens up the Raiders to everybody. I think we'll get more fans out of this than, than, than a regular season game, which brings a lot of fans in, I can tell you that. But, um, yeah, these guys are all harsh on our team. And, yes, we have drama. And Antonio Brown is drama. But, you know, there's a lot of drama in some receivers. You know, some aren't so bad. Some are uh, really bad, like that Browns guy. What's his name from the from the uh, Giants? 
Odell Beckham Jr., now that's drama. And he is continually dramatizing. Where, hey man, <laughs> I know it seems like drama. I know it plays like drama. But we have a wide receiver that wants to play. And he makes Odell Beckham Jr. look like a punk. Uh, the stats prove it. So Odell, get over yourself. We got the real deal here. If he found a lot better, I got a brand new skin. It all trimmed up. It's been a journey, man. I feel a lot better. Working with the NFL, getting the right equipment. I've been working hard on the side. I've been going, taking care of the feet. So, man, I want to give it to my teammates. So, hopefully, soon, you know, I didn't get to work. You know, too much noise right now. More work, less noise. I felt like I was the enemy of the fucking state. Here's my take on Antonio Brown. He's trying to get into the team. He's trying to get used to a new locker room. He's with another team for many, many years. He's trying to get used to the area. You know, he's trying to find out who these guys are he's playing with. Because, you know, where he came from, there are a lot of guys that turned on him in the locker room. His quarterback being one of them. Um, now, I think his coach was was with them, but there's a lot of divisions. And, you know, someone told, it was on the... Uh, he was on one of these shows. I can't remember which one, but the guy was pretty good. And he explained it pretty well. And I'm going to try to do my best to. But in the locker room, that's where you go for your trust. Who else are you going to talk to about things on the team that you can't go to the to coach or the front office? A lot of divisions in football. You know, they're the offensive line guys. There's the wide receiver group. They, everyone has their group, but they come together as a team. It's the same. There's a front office, the ownership, front office, coaching, and then the team. So these guys have to have a place to go in the locker room where they can say what they want to say, and it's not going to blow up all over the place. And I think that's what he's trying to figure out is if this is the right group of guys. And I know he's already got paid, and he's got to get used to it, but this is part of the process. And um, and I think it's gonna it's just part of the process. So no one's really putting themselves in his position now. There's a lot of guys who make this transition, and you don't hear shit from them. I will say that, but it's a huge change for a player that's used to playing somewhere else for somebody else with a bunch of other guys, and he's a top five guy in the league. Everyone wants to know what he's doing. When he goes to the store, when he goes here, when he scratches his butt, whatever he does, it's on the media. Now, I'm not trying to give him an excuse. Guy's making $30 million this year. So, um, but I think he's going to play. He wants to play. He loves to play. I'm just going to talk about how hard I work instead of all the nonsense people want to make me out to be. Just a young black skinny kid working really hard and it's starting to pay off. Well, you see how the world just slanted me and I just took that shit. He wants to show us who he is. He wants to win over the Raider fans. And once he does, it's all over. Because it's really already us against them. Think about it. You may be pissed at Antonio. 
You may be upset that he's not in camp. But are you going to let somebody else from another team, some other guy, some media joker tell you that your player's not worthy? Oh, horseshit. He's a Raider. Let's give him the benefit of the doubt. And let's, um, let's watch him play for crying out loud. It's the third game of the preseason. And all this is for what? We ain't even started the game yet. Some guys haven't even played in a game because they're such prima donnas. Let's just see what happens with Antonio Brown. I think it'll be fine. There's always going to be some drama because he is a prima donna, but we had him come here. We signed him and we paid him. He is a Raider now. Let's give it up for uh, Antonio Brown because he's ours. (laughs) He's ours. And we got to hope and pray and just wish this guy into a super good season for our team. All right, another home game in Manitoba. (laughs) Are you flippin' kidding me? At one time, I was so over the top about them taking home games away from us and putting them in Mexico or wherever, London. But you know what? I'm over it because it's happened every year, and it seems like we're the poster children for having home games in places like Manitoba. Give me a freaking break. It's one of the reasons I didn't get home. I didn't get uh, season tickets this year. They, they spend more time on the road than at home. What do, you, what do you have, like three home games? It seems like it. And they're not till the end of the year. Most of our season, the middle of our season is away. You know, the best weather for games is not in Oakland. It's everywhere else. Uh, let me go on a rant, but really? Manitoba? <laughs> I'm telling you, man, this team is going to get its ass flown off this season. They'll have more air miles than any other franchise, period, by a bunch, I'm going to tell you. Because we go to London, we go everywhere. We're the away kids. (laughs) These guys better have really good luggage because they're going to be on a plane for long periods of time. Long story short, we're playing the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, they've had our number for a long time. I don't think we've beat them in 10, 11 games. That's, you know, that's a lot to say. We haven't beat them for sure since Aaron Rodgers was there. I don't think we beat them when Brett Favre was there. So uh, I know he came to Oakland and really kicked the living crap. I think five touchdowns that game. I was there. It was brutal. His dad passed away the day before, and he uh, he lit it up. I'll tell you that for sure. I hated that it. it was on us, but hey, anybody who's lost a father, I can feel for him. 
Rodgers is going to play. Um, he's going to play probably at least one or two downs. I don't think he's going to play very long. We'll see. I know one thing. The Green Bay Packers want to test their run game on the Oakland Raiders. Uh, their offensive line was terrible last year. That's why Rodgers got hurt, ran for his life. A tough time. But they're trying to improve that part of their team. The one thing they need to do is get the run game going. That's their primary directive, and they're going to try to run the ball on the Raiders. So we better be ready for it. And Rodgers moves the uh, the point of attack all the time. He moves, he runs, he throws. He throws, he runs, his receiver's open. That's his style. That's how he plays. Now, I know it's preseason, but we got to get after these guys. And I think our defense could do a pretty damn good job. We have to show up on the run, and certainly our secondary is going to be really tested this game. So our defensive line, our secondary, is really going to get a super test come here in the third game of the season. Carr should play for at least a quarter, I would say. Maybe not. I don't know how Gruden thinks. He might play a little bit, and then it'll be over with. But we better play because they're you know, they're a top 15 defense. Unlike the Cardinals, they're going to be playing their first string guys uh, probably the first quarter. I would think that we need that much practice, especially with these short um, short camps. I say we all, our first string should stay in as long as their first string stays in. Especially on the defensive side, we need the work. See, see if we can get penetration. See if our nose tackle can handle it. We've got to contain this guy and keep him from moving the ball down the field. Retric- retriculating the ball down the field. Oh, show. I expect to win this game. I expect to win this game because I think they'll be prepared for this game. Um, there's no doubt in my mind that uh, there's no room for a lot of buffoonery on a Gruden team. Uh, He came unglued. I mean, he came unglued on special teams when they didn't get off the field in time. They got off the field, and he... (laughs) I thought he was going to blow a vein. I hope he doesn't, because we need him for a while here. Yeah, he's very intense. I think that's why there's so much improvement in this team. we got a lot of young players. He's influenced them very well. He's working his magic. And the Jedi Master (laughs) is doing the Jedi mind trick on this entire team. So, you know, we shall see how this game goes. But in my, my humble opinion, we should go right down the field. Um, and score just like we did on the Cardinals. I think we can do that, even on their first-string defense. It's a great test for us. It's a great test for Carr, our receivers, our line, our O-line, big time. So um, I'm looking forward to this game in Manitoba. (laughs) No offense to any Raider fans in Manitoba. Hey, just kidding. Don't get emotional. You know how I am. Go Raiders, man. I think we got this game, too. I think this will be a victory, but I think it's going to be hard fought in the trenches. I can't wait to see this home game in Manitoba. And that is all I have to say.
about that. Bad of the bone. Bad of the bone. All right, it's time for the bone line. 1-800-620-7181. 1-800-620-7181. Get on it. Get on the bone line because, uh, well, you got to. Football season's here, and it's time to call Raider Greg and let us know what the hell's going on. And our first caller is my very good brother, a season ticket holder, by the way, Houston Raider Steve. He's in the house. This guy's full of knowledge, man. Check him out. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, great Raider Nation. Hey, I'm so pumped up about Hard Knocks, man. Seeing John Madden on the seven-man sled, I used to do that when I was in high school, uh, left tackle, spring high school. Man, I'm so pumped up about our team. Abrams reminds me of the Soul Patrol. We all know who they are. Skip Thomas, uh, Dr. Death, Tatum, the assassin, George Atkinson, Willie Brown, downtown Willie Brown. Man, he reminds me of an old throwback player. Uh, we haven't had a runner since, uh, like Josh Jacobs since McFadden. Before that, it goes back to Marcus Allen. That's something we've needed for desperately for a long time. Farrell, man, he's old school, man. He's just going to get after it, play after play, man. He's, I know we all kind of doubted it, but it was great. We, we got him. He's, he's a great Raider. They all love to be Raiders. Crosby gets his hand messed up, puts on a cast, goes back in and plays against the Rams. Old school. Of course, Antonio Brown, man. He, he's the best in the league. We haven't had a receiver like that since Mr. Raider Tim Brown. The defense is all gelling. We got a younger team mixed with veterans. I'm excited. Incognito. Man, he's, he's a beast, man. Him and the other uh, tackle, Brown, I think it is. Uh, anyway, uh, pumped up about the season. Love to see the Raider Nation flag, hard knocks, all the old music. Man, gives me goosebumps. I just want to put on some shoulder pads and hit somebody. Great show. God bless and go Raiders. Great call, Steve. Great call, brother. I mean, you bring the wisdom. And, you know, those are all names <laughs> that we associate with all our Super Bowls. Yep, along with Cliff Ranch. You know what I'm saying, and I know what you're saying, and all fans that have been around for a while, they know too. But the youngsters need to hear this stuff, Steve. I appreciate you bringing it up uh, as part of who we are, and that certainly was the Raider way. Tough, hard knocks, big-time hits, um, and I think it's coming back. I like this team. I like it very much, just like you, brother. Thanks for the knowledge and the call. And our next caller is the Cheesehead Raider. How appropriate they were playing the Cheeseheads next week or this week, Thursday. I can't wait. Um, are you going to Minitoba, brother? <laughs> Just kidding. What's up? Raider Greg, Raider Randy. Raider Nation. This is your boy, Cheesehead Raider, calling in. Uh, so you're doing some uh, podcast there, Raider Greg. Thank you very much for uh, doing that for us. You too, Raider Randy. Just wanted to call in, uh, say a couple of things. It's preseason. I don't get too excited about the outcome of preseason games. you got a vanilla offense against a vanilla defense. Yeah, okay, whatever. Um, I, I enjoy watching it to see the players. Um, to see the backups. Uh, this is the NFL. Clearly, 
you're probably going to be getting some playing time. I mean, uh, look at the situation we have with our uh, left guard, or sorry, right guard, uh, Jackson, going to be out for what's maybe half the season. Uh, you got incognito, going to be incognito for two games. So got to look at, see who uh, is going to be backing up the line, protecting Carr. Hopefully Carr's got time to throw it deep to A.B. if they can get his frozen feet thawed out. Um, but they look pretty good these uh, couple of games. You know, again, I don't get too excited about the outcome, but uh, effort, um, speed, looks like that safety we got, Abraham, 24. Um, if I'm saying his name right. Um, he looks pretty awesome. Uh, hard knocks is pretty cool. It's pretty funny. <laughs> uh, enjoying that a lot. Um, so, yeah, really excited about this season. Um, hopefully, uh, in my mind, John Luzon can, uh, get rid of that name and go back to Chucky or Gruden and we can get some wins here. Um, you know, there was one, uh, thing that was said in hard knocks, um, when the, uh, Raiders scrimmaged against the Rams, um, Gruden had said that, uh, you know, two years ago, these guys were terrible. Last year, they were playing in the Super Bowl. So I know there's a lot of doubters, a lot of haters. Of course, we're the Raiders, so there's going to be haters. They we ain't going to do nothing this year. I think we can make some noise. All right, uh, I think I've been up my two minutes. Again, thank you very much for the show. And like that fat kid in dodgeball, I am out. First of all, thanks for the call, brother. It's always good to hear from the Raider Nation. Second eight, listen, man, remember last year's preseason games? I do. I'm going to go back and look at them because we looked like crap. The team was a nightmare. Nobody knew what was happening. The team wasn't even close to being a team. It was ridiculous last year. We had no hope of going nowhere, and we didn't. And that was really apparent I mean, in the first team defense and offense, it was <laughs> it was horrid. This season, and I know it's preseason, but if you look at the nuances, the communication, the routes, the effort, okay? <laughs> Let's talk about that. I think preseason's showing us that, like you said, we have something here, and the haters going to hate, and that's okay. Because uh, the best thing is when you can throw it in their face <laughs> when we start to win. And I feel it, man. I'm telling you, I'm pretty honest about the way I feel. I was honest last year. I'm being honest this year. I think we got a lot of sunshine in our future here, folks. I appreciate the call, brother. And, um, yeah, it's going to be a, a much better year. And our next caller, right out of Richmond, Virginia. Raider Steve's in the house. What you got for us, my brother? Raider Greg. Raider Nation, most importantly. Raider Randy. This is Raider Steve, Richmond, VA. Um, working my way. I uh, just finished up Podcast 525. Uh, finished my little prayer for uh, Raider Randy's wife. Hope all is well on that front. Uh, not being delicate, but moving right along. Um, didn't realize that uh, 
Cardinals had signed a former Raider receiver. I might have to go back and look at that uh, tape or at least do a little research, see how he did. Um, I always liked Crabtree. Um, I don't think he had much of a game against us, though. I don't think that offense had much of a game against us, huh? Um, anyway, crack me up. Your prediction going, uh, you know, Derek Carr, first first drive, touchdown, and pulled. Well, give me some guidance on what lottery tickets to buy. That'd be great. <laughs> anyway, look, man, I don't know about you guys. I think I said this last week when I called in. I'm, I'm, I'm getting pretty excited. I'm always excited. I'm always optimistic this time of year about the Raiders. Feeling pretty strong about the defense. Feeling pretty strong about, um, I'd say, a fair amount of the rookies. Um, obviously, uh, the, the team represented well. I know a number of rookies didn't play against the Cardinals. Um, I'm feeling good about this season, and I uh, just want to say thank you again for uh, episode 525, and uh, I'm looking for 526 as soon as you're ready with it. All right, out. First of all, appreciate the call, brother. And yes, uh, Randy's wife is doing much better. Uh, thank you and everyone uh, for any prayers, well wishes. Um, yeah, it's a tough time when your wife is not feeling right. Um, so she's doing much better on that on that level. Thank you so very much for that. And dude, you know, we're all excited at the beginning of the year. But you know, last year you could see... Holes in the cheese from a mile away, man. This was going to be some Swiss holy cheese last year. You could see it for sure. And the season played out to be just that. But this year, dude, I'm seeing difference. I think, I don't know, man. For some reason, I just think this whole process, and maybe it's hard knocks, but I just think the whole process is better this year. I know we got better talent. And um, I'm looking forward to these guys just getting better every game. Because if they do, hey, listen, man, like you said, the Rams two years ago were garbage. And now they they went to the Super Bowl last year. That could be the Raiders. But we got to go to the Super Bowl and win it. Appreciate the call, bro. And our next caller is the Prez. From Memphis, Tennessee, this guy's true Raider Nation. He's going to the first couple games of the year. I love it. Um, great guy. What's happening, Mr. Presidente? Raider Nation. Raider Greg. Raider Randy. Of course, you know, this is the prayers. And I hope I am coming in loud and clear. I'm standing outside the barge. You can hear the water slushing as the boat is cutting through the water. Just like our defense cut through that offense. <laughs> Just the Cardinals. Man, I have to say that I am getting more and more impressed. Impressed, I'm sorry. With what I'm seeing. This damn draft class that we picked. Is looking very, 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 very good. The defense guys are like hungry lions closing in on a gazelle or a buffalo or whatever else is out there that's trying to escape, escape the clinches of our grasp. I like what I'm seeing. We have to um, start doing some cutting pretty soon. The first thing I would like to say is 
get rid of who that third string was because I saw absolutely no sign of making a team for the Raiders. They didn't let the team come back. We were whooping that ass. We was in that ass real good. And uh, kudos to John Gruden and Mayock for standing their ground on whom they're going to get. They didn't go for the popularity players, which I spoke about that last time. We got who we needed. And now the new topic is on A.B. And I'm going to say this one more time for the Raider Nation to hear. Again, I pray that I'm coming in clearing and not breaking up. He will suit up. Yeah, he's superstitious, and players are like that. But I'm pretty sure he's not a damn fool. Money is at stake, and so is his pride and his reputation. We're also doing this hard knocks thing, and, of course, that's good for ratings. The drama stuff is what they need to sell, blah, blah, blah. It's smoke and mirrors, ladies and gentlemen. Smoke and mirrors. We know damn well that he's going to be back in that field. And John Gruden, as I said before, people keep missing it, already stated he's not playing until week one. So there you go right there. I'm just not getting word that he's back in the camp. That's 10,000. Oh, man, let's not sign him. Let's cut him and all that stuff like that, man. Bull crap. When was the last time we had a weapon like that? Yeah, he comes with a headache. And, you know, Raiders always have headaches and very interesting characters and stuff. But the defense, I like what I see. Shout out to uh, Mad Max. He broke his hand. He's. Okay, this is the prayers again. I got cut off, and I'm going to wrap it up because I got to go back and take care of business. Max Crosby, as I'm saying, kudos to you, my good man. Hopefully you earned your spikes. You played through pain, and you made effort to get out in that field. Well, let's see what happens. We got Green Bay Packers in Canada, and we'll just leave it at that. I heard that the ticket sales was poor, but oh, well. Uh, my condolences to uh, Cliff Branch. You know, uh, rest in heaven. Um, sorry to hear about the medical condition with um, Raider Randy's wife. Hope all is well. And also, Raider Greg stung by bees. Hit the wasps. Wow. Well, there you have it, man. The prayers, and like I said, you can probably hit us boat water, cutting through the mighty Mississippi River. I'm so ready to get off. I get off and go home tomorrow. I'll catch the uh, Packers game, hopefully. And then two weeks later after that, I'll be in Oakland. This is the prayer signing off. Let's get that victory and go 3-0. and And let the Raider Nation say, Raiders. Later. Great call, brother. Another great call. You're always good, man. What am I going to say? You got the vibe just like we do, all of us. That's why I have a bone line because, I mean, hey, man, I, I depend on you guys to keep me right. Um, and I'm seeing everything you're seeing. And Max Crosby, what a stud, true Raider. I mean, Maybe be better if he plays with that cast just like back in the day. <laughs> or everybody played with a cast whether they were hurt or not. Pretty funny. I was telling Randy that story. Long story short, we got a good team. 
Our defense is way faster. I mean, I don't even, you can't even compare from last season. Way faster. And I think, like I said, as soon as these guys gel better, it's just going to get better. Every every game will have improvement. So um, I'm excited about that too, man. You should be really excited because I watched the Bronco Hose play. And um, I think Monday night's going to be a real fun time for everybody in Raider Nation. Appreciate the call, brother, and the well wishes are awesome. As always, you are a class act, brother. And our next caller is Raider Jerry from San Diego. He's Sailor Jerry, but I'm calling him Raider Jerry because I can. What's happening, my brother? Hey, Raider Greg! This is Sailor Jerry from the Raider Nation down in San Diego Harbor. Just want to say a big fan of your work. Keep doing what you're doing. And if anybody's got a problem with the Raiders, they can take that shit elsewhere. (laughs) Well, Sailor Jerry, Raider Jerry, well said, bro. Our next caller is my very good friend from across the pond. That would be Keith Smith, the Crusader Raider. Uh, And you know him. You got to love him. Super fan. Great guy. As an event, you know, the Raiders have another home game in London. And, man, (laughs) it is a great time. I've been twice. And if you haven't been, this is your time. So uh, check it out, my good brother. Hello Raider Nation, this is Keith Smith, the Crusader Raider, calling in from London, England. Uh, long time since I've called in, but uh, as we approach the uh, new season and two wins behind us in pre-season, I know it's only pre-season, but we've not looked too bad anyway with the second strings. And tonight we look forward to the game in Canada when we take on the Green Bay Packers. Um, just just calling in really, just to sort of say enjoying uh, pre-season, enjoying uh, hard knocks. Uh, good to see some of the behind-the-scenes stuff. Uh, not enjoying so much the AB drama. I mean, we've had drama before, but hopefully he gets his uh, helmet issues and his feet sorted out and that uh, we soon see him performing for us on the field. Um, just a, a little plug here. Um, obviously, this October, the Raiders are back in in my hometown, London, when we take on the Chicago Bears at the new Tottenham Stadium. And just wanted to put a plug out on the events that the Silver and Black UK will be hosting here in England and in London this year. On Thursday, October the 3rd, um, we have our Ghost Walk in London, which starts at the Lord Ragnam Pub, and we'll be visiting various haunted areas of London uh, with our guide and visiting a number of fine hostages for drinks en route. On Friday, the 4th of October, in the afternoon, we have our two open-top bus tours, um, which are hour-and-a-half bus tours visiting various sites of London, including the Tower of London, Tower Bridge, uh, it's on a traditional route master decorated in silver and black. And come and join uh, myself, Crusader Raider, Crossbones Kelly, and the silver and black crew as we travel around the city. On the Friday night, this is the big one, the blackout party. This year, it's going to be bigger and better than ever before. Uh, it's at the Sports Bar and Grill on Old Street, which is a new venue. 
um, fantastic uh, venue with lots of pool tables, dartboards, uh, uh, we have music, we've got dancing, we've got fine food, great selection of beers, and some celebrity guests and super fans. So it'd be great to see the Raid Nation uh, who are travelling here to London uh, to come and see us at the Blackout Party on Friday the 4th of October. And then on Sunday the 6th, it's our game, uh, famous game day brunch this year at the Sports Bar and Grill in Marrowbone in London. And uh, we'll be having a fine uh, breakfast there before we all travel on the trains together en route to Tottenham to see the Raiders defeat Khalil Mack and the Chicago Bears. Raider Greg, Randy, hope you guys are both well. Um, obviously, uh, it's the last year in Oakland. Um, I'm not sure when I'm going to see you guys. Uh, I'm going to be in Oakland for the games against the Lions, the Chargers and the Bengals. And then Crusader Raider will be crossing the country to take in the game at the New York Jets um, before heading back across the pond. So it's a month in the States uh, this coming November for Crusader Raider. Um, looking forward to it. Hopefully catch up with you guys at some stage. Please keep the podcast going. Please keep information going. It's always good. Well, thanks for the call, but we didn't get it all. So I'm going to try to finish it off like I think you would. Probably not as good. But if you're going to London, you got to check out the Silver and Black UK. There's a limited amount of tickets, so get on it if you're going. Because uh, there's events like crazy. They have a pregame party that is oh, it's off the chain. You can see it. Look it out on YouTube. Check them out on YouTube. Uh, you can also look at them on the internet. Silver and Black UK, they have a the bus tour around London. You're up on top. you got people screaming, looking out the windows screaming raiders all down the streets it is such a freaking blast if you're going you just best hook up with keith because he's got the real deal um and it's a lot of fun man so it's well worth it well worth the time you'll be right with all the raider nation you go to the game together it's just a great experience if you're gonna go you gotta go this way it's first class all class only way you want to get it done so get a hold of the Silver and Black UK, and the Crusader Raider will show you the way. Trust me, I've gone twice, and it is so much freaking fun. The party is crazy. Get it done if you're going to do it. Well, that will be it for this edition of the Raider Nation Podcast. Thank you for tuning in, folks. It's always good because the Raiders are looking damn good. I am so happy. Um, what a relief. Even this this far into preseason, I'm, I'm jacked up. I'm loving it. I am Raider Greg, and I am out. <laughs>